What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Beast Mode podcast. My name is Aaron Bees. I am really excited for you to be here today listening to this. I wanted to give a little bit different of an intro because the audio that you guys are going to be hearing is actually from my most recent YouTube video. And some of the language obviously is going to be a little bit different. However, I feel like the message was so powerful that I wanted to also share it here because not everybody likes to watch video. Some people just like to quietly listen to audio with their headphones in while they're doing their thing. Um, And I wanted to be very clear on my intentions with this episode in particular. In the anti-MLM community, there's a lot of awareness, there's a lot of education, and I love that. I love it so much. Helping people to make the decision to either leave their MLM or to not join altogether because of the content that is being put out, I think is so incredible. But I also know that there's a certain demographic within MLM that feels like they are stuck. They're one foot in, one foot out, and they're not really sure how to go about taking the steps to leave. They know that they want to leave, but they're kind of stuck. Maybe they're stuck in the little bit of income that they're making, and they they really depend on that income. Maybe they're afraid of losing the friendships. Maybe they're afraid of what their life might look like without being a part of that MLM, you know? And so ultimately, the whole reason that I was doing this video and why I'm sharing the audio here is because I want this to be a resource for people. So even though I'm going to be talking about the WFAB situation and the Monet gals leaving for crypto and uh, all of that stuff and giving my opinion on that, I think ultimately the really important part of all of this is those those people that feel stuck, one foot in, one foot out. Should I should I follow them? Should I stay in Monet? Should I you know should I get out of MLM? Like this doesn't feel right. Whatever that looks like for them, I wanted this to be a safe place for them to listen or watch on YouTube and to make those decisions for themselves. So this is kind of a, I don't know, a resource, I guess is the best way to describe that, Uh, a resource episode. So when you come across people that are in an MLM and they're like, I don't know how to get out, my hope is that this is an episode that is shared with them so that they can listen quietly. There's a lot of fear in leaving your MLM company. And there's there's not a lot of, there's a lot of education, but there's not a lot of step one, step two, step three. And that's what I give in this video. So uh, this video is, or this episode, excuse me, is going to be a little bit different, but I feel like the audio was so dead on <laughs> in this video. And the feedback that I've been been getting has been incredible. So rather than trying to reinvent what I've already done. I wanted to share it with you guys. So I hope you enjoy. And if you do, feel free to share it in your stories. If you feel called to, if you are somebody that likes to quietly listen, thank you. Just know that I see you and I appreciate you. And if you come across people that are are looking for some resources on how, on, on the steps to leave their MLM, I hope that you will share this episode with them quietly because I do know that it's it's very scary. It's very, very scary. You're, there's a lot of people that are going to be afraid that the wrong person heard that they were watching anti-MLM content and they're going to be shunned and smear campaign and all that. So anyways, without further ado, let's get to today's episode. 
What is up, everybody? Welcome back to my channel. My name is Erin Bees. I am a wife. I am a mom of two, a military veteran, and I spent 13 and a half years in multi-level marketing. I was very successful in multi-level marketing, but uh, one of the things that I noticed was that my I was having a hard time helping my team to be successful. So luckily, I healed my way out of that, and now I'm here because I want to help people either not join an MLM or um, hopefully help people get out of their MLM if they are feeling any of the ways that I used to feel. So that's the reason that I am so transparent. Um, that's the reason that I'm sharing some of the stories that I am and all of that stuff. So uh, I would love for you guys, if you have not already, to subscribe to my channel. I would love for you to follow me on uh, social media, all of the links and stuff for my podcast, merch, and all of that stuff is listed in the description of this video. Um, I would love to hear your commentary on what we're going to talk about today. So go ahead and like blow up the comments. I love to interact with you guys. It's really, really cool. And consider becoming a member. Um, I have a discord that I share a lot of information in and we have some really cool conversations and I'm really grateful for the community that is being created right here, right now. So very, very cool. Uh, if you have any questions about that, feel free to reach out. But today, I know that everybody has now heard of the WFAB situation with um, some leaders going over from Monet to iGenius. There are plenty of other videos that talk about the details. I think some of these content creators have done such a phenomenal job. There's really not any reason for me to cover the details. I am going to give you kind of an overview on what I have seen. I'm going to give my opinion, but I'll tell you right now, the entire purpose of this video is to talk to those people that are questioning what they're doing that are questioning, should I go over with them? Should I stay in Monet? Should I get out of multi-level marketing? Um, because I remember, I, I, I remember being in that situation. I remember um, where I was, my headspace and my mindset. And I remember what that felt like. And so as I've been watching all of this unfold, I have really been thinking about those people. So that's that's what this video is about. It's about us coming together and supporting those people that are really hurt, that are really uh, confused and maybe embarrassed a little bit because of how this is all playing out. So um, I hope that you guys will help me continue to, to make this a safe place for all of those things. Um, yeah, so let's get into it. WFAB, so this is a team that is in Monet and um, I'm just going to give like first names. I'm not going to like put all of the social media stuff or whatever, all the screenshots you guys can check out the other content creators that have done a phenomenal job of that. So basically, basically we have Kelly, we have Kelly, Jasmine, um, we have Dramus and these are kind of the three, well, Dan, there's two Danielle, Danielle's, Daniela's, I don't know, but basically what happened was Kelly and Jasmine used to be besties. They started WFAB together. WFAB is work from anywhere, boss builders. And it's basically a lot of these MLM companies, they create, they have team names. So it looks like an organization within the organization. So as they're talking about 
the team, they're not talking about the MLM company that they work for because that's what it is. So they create this organization, they create, you know, quote unquote systems for duplication. That's a whole nother thing that we're going to talk about. I'm going to do a whole nother video on duplication because yeah. But anyways, Kelly and Jasmine created WFAB and I'm sure that there were some other people also that created it. And Kelly and Jasmine have kind of been on the outs with their friendship this year, it seems like. And Kelly is kind of what or was. And again, this is all just based on my opinion. Okay. Uh, but Kelly have, has kind of removed her energy a little bit. Maybe she was going through something, maybe whatever, it doesn't matter. But essentially, Jasmine started to play this kind of hot and cold game with her. Like Kelly wasn't showing up like Jasmine thought she should. And so Jasmine has kind of, um, taken some things away from her, like the chats and, uh, for what it sounds like Kelly was supposed to be on their wake up, um, podcast that they have for that brand. And she took that away from her. She removed her from the chats and all of that stuff. And that's kind of what caused all of this. I'm sure that there's a lot more background information leading up to it, but that's what caused this. So essentially Kelly was like, nah, man, I don't receive it. This is not cool. You know, like, are you listening to yourself? And she has all the screenshots. She shared them in her story and it, it, it has been a mess. However, I think it's awesome that Kelly spoke up. I think it's awesome that Kelly chose to speak out against what was going on. I think we just, we need more people like that, that have been in these situations with these companies and on these teams to speak out for that reason, because what she's now done is exposed all of this stuff through this kind of fallout, right? So um, what's really interesting to me in this is that is how they handled it, how Jasmine and the Danielle or Daniela's, how Dramus has handled it. They literally shut down their team chats. So all of these people are seeing all of this stuff on social media that Kelly was talking about and exposing, and the leaders said nothing. I'd venture to say that they probably were not answering any private messages or text messages. They just kind of went dark. And it's so interesting to me because people like this, in my opinion, that, that claim to be these incredible leaders, leadership is not fun. It's not always a good time. And in these situations, when things like this happen, this is where, in my opinion, leaders show up in a really big way and face what's happening. You can see also, you know, in the shutdown of, of um, Black Oxygen Organics, aka Boo, you know, uh, Mark and the other guy, whatever his name is, I can't remember, uh, did nothing. They said nothing. They sent out an email. They didn't do anything. And I think that is, that shows a lot about leadership because a leader is going to stand in that, I'm going to say in the muck, <laughs> no pun intended, but a leader is going to stand in the muck and say, hey, this really sucks. Uh, I don't, you know, and, and faces it and says, we're, we're in this together. We're going to figure this out. I don't know what this means, but I'm not going to run and hide from it. In my opinion, they kind of, they ran and they hid. And that, that's what pissed a lot of people off was, they, their people had no answers. There was no leadership in this moment. And it's, it's very interesting because uh, I was on the Zoom that they did last Friday, which in my opinion was all about damage control. You know, uh, a couple things about that Zoom, they had the chat turned off. So here you have people that are so frustrated 
They are so frustrated. They're not getting any answers from their leaders. You know, everybody is scrambling, trying to figure out what the heck is going on, you know, and then they get on this Zoom where they think they're going to get some answers and the chat is shut off. So they can't even ask any questions. So from the very beginning, in my opinion, these people did not want to hear from their people that were trusting them. These people looked up to them. These people were like, hey, show me how to be successful in this business. And now all of a sudden their opinion doesn't matter. I just think that that is so gross and so manipulative. And my heart goes out to those people that were trusting these leaders. And I'm going to use the term leaders very loosely here because I don't really see any leadership happening you know when things got kind of tough and when they got exposed for what they were really doing they they ran and hid and i just i have very strong feelings about that <laughs> very strong feelings about that but anyways let's talk about the zoom from last friday so i was on it and honestly it was every form of manipulation on one zoom in one hour there was massive gaslighting happening so it was like you know, you guys, you guys were talking about all this stuff on social media and you didn't even give us an opportunity to, uh, to say anything about it. Well, did you check your messages? Did you check your text messages? I bet you were looking at them and not answering them. I bet you put your phone on silent. I bet, I bet you saw these things and you were not answering them. And then you were saying, how dare you guys go to social media? You know me better than that. Yeah, they do. And what you were doing was very out of character. And so they're like, what is going on? And they're frustrated. And if you're not going to answer them, not that it's, I mean, like it's their social media. So if they want to go and they want to vent and, and, and vent their frustrations, that's their social media page. But you as the leader should have been the one to answer those questions for them. You didn't do it. So then they, they were frustrated. Then you're going to get on the zoom and now you're going to gaslight your people like, oh, that's not really how that happened. And you guys know me better than that. You know, and we did this for you guys. That was the thing that was like, you have got to be kidding me. You're going to sit here and say that you did all of this for your team, but then wouldn't even answer anybody on your team. What? That makes no sense. And in the Zoom, they're scolding them for these social media posts or stories. Guys, you know us, you know us. You know, we've poured into this team and, and all of you in the last few years, and we just needed time to plan. You guys, you might not have seen what we were doing, but we were planning. Let me tell you what they were planning, in my opinion. They were planning damage control. They were planning moving to a new company. You know, they were, they were planning on um, who's going to go with us and how are we like, are we going to message people individually? Are we going to do a campaign? That's what they were planning. And then Kelly came up and came in and like blew up the spot. And then they were like, what do we do? What do we do? And then they're mad because people are, are frustrated and not getting any answers from the people that used to be pretty accessible. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think that that it was absolutely vile. <laughs> It was so manipulative, the sob stories, the change, like even the changing in the tone of how they were speaking, you guys, like this was the hard, this was the hardest thing for us. And we were just thinking about all of you. No, Jasmine, no, you were not. You were thinking about you. You are the one that dropped seven ranks. You dropped seven ranks this summer. Granted, you allegedly made them back the following month. 
But for you to get on your platform with these people that have trusted you to help them move their business forward, as you like to say, and then not answer them. Oh, by the way, we're going to go to another company. This was about you. This was about the money that you are making. That's all this is. So I hope for if there is anybody watching this video, if there's anybody watching that is a part of Monet, that was a part of this team that is either, you know, one step in, one step out of MLM or one step in, one step out. Like, should I go, should I go follow them to iGenius? I've been with them for however long. Just think about that. Like, I just, you guys need to understand that, that what you are feeling is valid. What you are feeling is not like, you're not imagining that what you're feeling is, is legit. You know what I'm saying? So like at the end of the zoom, it was like, Oh, um, can we talk about this? And I think it was Jasmine. Jasmine was like, no, no, we can't talk about this. We're going to iGenius. <laughs> so here you have this organization that was created within this MLM company. And you have the audacity to remove one of the people that helped you create it. And then you're going to take this kind of volunteer army. Cause I look at MLMs, like you have, a, it's a volunteer army. So you're going to take and demand that this volunteer army move to iGenius, but you're going to package it in a way where it doesn't feel like it's cross recruiting, but it's actually cross recruiting. Well, you know, whether you choose to go or whether with us or whether you choose to stay, you know what? I'm going to support you anyways. Well, you know, can I come to you if I need help? Absolutely. You look like such an incredible human, but we all know that you're not. We all know that you are only focused on your money. We all know that you could care less who comes and who goes. And the reason that we know that is because of how you handled all of this. If you really cared about your people, you would have had the, the tough conversations. You wouldn't have shut off the chat in your team chats, and you wouldn't have shut off the chat in your Zooms. You would have listened to your people. You would have validated how they were feeling. You would have faced the fact that you didn't handle this in the right way. But hey, good luck at iGenius. <laughs> It makes no sense. Like it was so gross. That Zoom was absolutely disgusting. I was on the one last night too, which was basically an opportunity, uh, an opportunity Zoom where they were trying to recruit people. And can I just tell you the amount of anti-MLM people that were taking up space on that Zoom was absolutely incredible. It was incredible. Um, I find it really interesting how somebody is going to go from selling shampoo and skincare to now they're a financial advisor and they're going to help you with stocks and Forex and crypto. Like it makes no sense. And one of the things last night on that video, <laughs> Dramus did a lot of the explaining, but she was like, I don't want to be an expert in, in any of this. I don't, I don't, you know, I don't want to understand this. So instead I'm going to focus on the AI. Well, the AI is like one of the products I like how they, 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 it, I like how they're using the word products that they have. It's actually not products. It is software. It is a monthly subscription software that teaches you Forex allegedly and crypto and stocks. But here's the thing. You can learn all of that for free. So like if there were ever a, like a, a, a genuine, like really bad scam of a company, in my opinion, it's going to be some of these companies like iGenius. That's just my, my opinion. So it was really interesting to watch her try to explain it. I feel like she was just repeating what she was told to repeat. And if you can go from 
selling shampoo and skincare. And now all of a sudden you're going to sell this software-based education with an AI thing, with a monthly subscription and a startup fee. It was never about the products. And it's only about your money, your money. So I don't know. Let me know what you guys think about that in the comments. But now I, now that we, I've kind of given you, I feel like I went a little overboard in the explanation, but I I really did have a lot to say about this. Um, I want to talk to those that are questioning what they're doing, if they should be going to iGenius, if they should stay with Monet, if they should get out of MLM altogether. Um, Because I want to tell you kind of how some of this happened with me. So like cognitive dissonance to me is like a little crack in your, your belief because these companies we know is they're very, very, very big on belief in the company, belief in the products, belief in yourself, you know, belief in what we're doing in our mission here. And what happens is there, there will come a time when there's a little bit of a crack in that belief. For many of you that are watching this, this might be that moment for you. For me, it was January-ish, February of 2020. I I had COVID, you know, and it was before all the testing and stuff. Um, And I had to pick and choose what I was spending my very, 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 very limited time and energy because I was so sick. I was sick for six weeks. So anybody that has had any kind of battle with COVID or family members, just know that my, my heart goes out to you guys. My heart goes out to you guys. Um, that was really, really hard. That was really, really difficult. I was extremely sick. Um, and when I go back, I, I didn't hear from a lot of people outside of our team and the leaders on our team that knew how sick I was. Uh, I didn't, I didn't hear from a lot of people. And so because of that, well, I, you know, what am I spending my time and my energy on? Uh, because it was so limited that I, I had to take a minute and really just focus on what I was doing. Um, thankfully, I had just trained some leaders on our team and they were like, Aaron, go to bed. We've got this. Don't worry about it. And I was like, thank God, because I was so sick. Um, I think that I had heard from my leader maybe maybe once or twice. And once was because I, I was not going to be on like a leadership zoom. And I, I just, I texted her and I was like, Hey, I'm not going to be on this. Um, and here's why. And she was like, Oh my God, are you okay? And I'm like, dude, I've been sick for like, I think like a month by that point or something like that. Like it, it just was absolutely crazy leadership in these companies. They're only about themselves. They're only about the money that they're making. I don't care what it is that they say. Um, it's just about them. It's just about them and watching the the numbers change as more of their people are losing. And so that was really, for me, what started me questioning what was going on. Um, Then I started to see some behavior because, you know, in MLMs, they create this kind of chaotic space. You know, you should be working. You should be messaging so many people a day. You should be showing up on social media, you know, plus these Zooms, leadership training, company training, get to the, get to the company event and da, da, da. it's like one thing after the other. And it creates this kind of chaotic smoke screen around you. I think of what's the character from Peanuts that has like, I think it's, um, no, it's not Linus. He's the one with the blanket, but the one that like stinks and has this kind of cloud. You guys know what I'm talking about? Um, That's what that felt like to me. It was this chaotic smoke screen. And when you're in that kind of space, 
you don't have time to ask questions. You don't have time to check in with yourself and be like, well, how do I feel? How do I feel about this? How do I feel about cold messaging? How do I feel about, you know, not doing things with my kids because there's a last minute Zoom? You don't have time for that because of this kind of chaotic smokescreen. So when I got sick last January and I started to really kind of, you know, think and feel and connect with myself, I started to question, why am I spending time with these people? Why am I... Like, what am I doing here? And maybe that's what some of you guys are asking yourself now too. And I just need you to know that this is where you have a real opportunity to save yourself. And that might sound really dramatic. That might sound really dramatic to some of you. That might piss off some of you guys. Because I know like when I started to dive into anti-MLM content, even after that, even at the beginning of this year, it pissed me off. It made me mad. I told Roberta Blevins this the other day. I was on her. We were recording a podcast that's going to be coming out this month. And I said, I was really mad at you. I was really mad at you. Even though everything that you were saying was correct, I was really mad at you because I was, I was ready to face it, but I wasn't ready to face it. And so if some of you are watching this and you're mad at me, that's okay. I love you anyways. I love you anyways. And I know where you're at. So for those of you that you're feeling that way, Here's what I suggest you do. And it might sound kind of cliche, but start journaling. Start leaning into the anti-MLM community. You don't have to comment. You don't have to like the videos. You don't have to do any of that. But just start watching. Because when I found some of the anti-MLM community content, specifically on TikTok at the beginning of this year, so I'd spent all last year questioning what is going on why am i doing this you know and then i started to really become aware that our team was not winning and it wasn't a matter of oh we're not winning here so we're going to go to another company i started to realize no this this is this is i i've been in the industry for so long i've been a part of six companies and this has always been the theme helping people make the money that they wanted to and and that never happened. I was always the, the one that was at the top of the pyramid. And so all last year I questioned, then I found anti MLM content at the beginning of this year. And I was like, Oh my God, everything that they are saying is, is dead on the front loading, the manipulation, the exiling from the kingdom. When you, you know, don't agree with it. The smear campaigns, the gaslighting, all of that stuff that a, a lot of you that are in this WFAB situation are experiencing right now. And I just started listening. And in fact, Roberta Blevins was the first anti-MLM content that, that TikTok decided to show me. And when I first saw it, I, I was like, oh, I'm not listening to this. And I immediately swiped, I'm not listening to this. And then I had to stop myself because I had that little crack. I had that little crack in belief that I had been trying to figure out what it meant. And I said, but I've never listened to the other side. And if that is the only thing that you, I just got goosebumps. If that is the only thing that you guys get out of this video today is to just listen to the anti MLM community. Fantastic. Fantastic. Because I responded, even though I'd been questioning for about a year, a little over a year, you know, what I was doing, what I was a part of, I still had that programmed response to swipe through. I'm not listening to that. 
but I stopped. I went back a couple videos and I started watching and everything she was saying was correct. All of it. And I was just like, wait, so this isn't just like this. This doesn't just happen on my team. This doesn't just happen in my company. This happens in all, cause she wasn't even talking about my company that I was a part of. She was talking about a whole nother company. And I'm like, wait, but that's the same. That's the same. So I, then I started to binge. I wanted to know all of the things. And that's how I found um, Julie Joe. And Julie Joe and I have become really great friends out of this. And I've, I've created some really great friendships. Um, you know, that's how I found Chelsea. That's how I found all of these people, Jessica Hickson, and just all of these people. And all of a sudden, my eyes, like I felt like the wool was pulled from over my eyes. And I could see things clearly. I could see the devastation that I had caused by being a part of it. It was never my intention to hurt anybody. And that, I think out of that, that, that was the hardest part for me was realizing that by participating in it, I was hurting people. And I had hurt people for a very long time. So for those of you that are watching that may or may not be ready to, to make whatever decision is right for you guys, I wanna encourage you to do a couple things. One, just watch and listen. Just watch and listen and really try to remove that programmed response that we all have had. We all had it. We all believed what we were doing was correct. We all believed that we were doing the right thing, that we were actually helping people. Every single one of us felt that way. I will say that confidently. You are not alone. So what I need you guys to understand is, is like, not understand, but just listen. I guess that would be the first step. Just listen. You know, look up your company's income disclosure statement, watch some videos, just do a quick search on YouTube for your company and anti-MLM. You can do the same thing on, um, on TikTok. You can do the same thing on Instagram. You can do the same thing on podcasts, because I know that there's going to be a lot of fear for a lot of you. And you're not always going to want to comment or, you know, uh, reach out or, or, or like some of the stuff, but just listen and see if it resonates, see if it validates how you're feeling, because it definitely did for me. And I, it was very, very overwhelming. So that's the first thing that I would suggest one, just listen Two, look up your company's income disclosure statement. Three, do a, a profit and loss report for your business. You know, do it for the last six months, do it for the last year, do it for however long you've been in business. Look at what you're really making versus what you're putting in. And that was really hard for me to figure out or not figure out to face when my accountant was like, yeah, you made 10K net last year. And I was like, what? I sold over 77,000. I made 10K and it was not because of managing money incorrectly. No, um, but do a profit and loss statement for your business, okay? Uh, if you're a reader, I highly suggest reading Ponzinomics by Robert Fitzpatrick. I highly suggest reading Cultish. I highly suggest the Life After MLM podcast. I highly suggest the Dream podcast. I highly suggest listening to any of the stories that I have shared on my podcast, there are so many resources that you can quietly listen to. The fear that you are going to experience and that you maybe are experiencing right now because 
of being judged, being shunned, being smear campaigned, being talked about. I mean, that's kind of the same thing. Um, I'm just going to tell you very honestly, some of these people that you think are your friends are just there because it's a transactional friendship. You guys are all in it together because you're in the same company, you're in the same struggle. And when you leave, you remove those things that you have in common. But let me tell you, on the other side of that, when you remove people that are that are there, but not really there for you and what's best for you, you're going to find some really beautiful friendships within this community. So there you have it. I hope that the entire, the, the reason that I wanted to do this video was because I wanted it to be kind of a resource. So you're questioning your MLM. And right now it's front and center with the WFAB group. It's front and center with all of the uh, distributors that are in Boo. It's front and center with a lot of, of people that are participating in MLM. But these two are the perfect examples of um, vulnerable people. And so I wanted to create a video where I talked to you guys. And if you're watching this and you are somebody that experienced any of this, feel free to drop your advice in the comments too, because we are in this together. Um, if, if I can help one person get out of an MLM and, and away from feeling the way that, that they are, you know, like they're not good enough, like they're alone, like, you know, just that fear that fear that, that kept me in for so long, even though it was questioning. I mean, it took me, you know, almost a year and a half to figure out how to get out. And so if I can help one person from this video go, okay, well, this makes sense. Maybe you watch some, whatever platform you prefer, the anti-MLM content, or you start reading, you know, those books or listening to the podcast. I just want this to be a resource for those that need it. So if you loved this video, feel free to give me a thumbs up. Feel free to drop comments. Um, I, I interact, if you're brand new, I interact on every single YouTube video. I try to stay up on the comments. It's important to me. Um, if you'd like to subscribe and turn the bell on, that's awesome. If you want to follow me on social media, very cool. But uh, ultimately, I just hope that you feel true support and that you work through the fear and that you start your healing journey. So. Thank you guys for being here and I will see you on the next video. Love you all. Bye friends.